KPBS On Demand is supported by the Museum of Contemporary Art San Diego, offering visitors to the La Jolla campus special exhibitions, collection galleries, coastal vistas, seaside dining, and more. MCASD.org. Good morning, I'm Debbie Cruz. It's Wednesday, July 26. Why advocates are worried about a contract that gives CBP access to San Diego's crime data. More on that next, but first, let's do the headlines. A federal judge has blocked a rule that allows immigration authorities to deny asylum to migrants who arrive at the U.S.-Mexico border without first applying online or seeking protection in a country they pass through. But the judge delayed his ruling from taking effect immediately to give the Biden administration time to appeal. The order takes away a key enforcement tool set in place by the administration as coronavirus-based restrictions on asylum expired in May. A heat advisory for the county's valley areas will be in effect until 8 tonight. Temperatures are expected to reach up to 105 degrees in Escondido, El Cajon, San Marcos, La Mesa, Santee, and Poway. The National Weather Service says the hot weather will continue all week, but the weather will cool down a bit next week when temperatures are expected to be closer to average for this time of year. Some medical staff at Kaiser Zion Medical Center in Granville are planning to protest today. There are one of more than 40 Kaiser facilities in the state that are picketing this week. The demonstrations are over ongoing worker shortages that staff say can lead to long wait times, mistaken diagnosis, and neglect. According to the San Diego Union-Tribune, Kaiser said in a statement it's currently in contract negotiations with the Coalition of Kaiser Unions. Kaiser San Diego says there are currently no plans to reschedule procedures because of the protest. Immigrant advocates say a deal between SANDAG and immigration officials violates the spirit of California's sanctuary laws. We would argue in general, right, that this entanglement, right, collusion between local law enforcement and federal immigration agencies across the board is going to lead to a lack of community trust, which makes all of us less safe. More on that story coming up after the break. Hi, I'm Bill Hohen. And I'm Ted Hohen. Over the past 50 years, our family has brought many world-class dealerships to Carlsbad, including Mercedes-Benz, Porsche, Audi, Honda, Acura, Jaguar, and Land Rover. That's right. This year, we're celebrating 50 years in Carlsbad. So on behalf of the entire Hohen family, we want to thank San Diego. Throughout the years, we've taken tremendous pride in meeting and even exceeding our customers' automotive needs. We value the relationships with our clients and look forward to serving you for years to come. We invite you to visit one of the Hohen Carlsbad dealerships or hohenmotors.com. A relatively unknown contract that gives Customs and Border Protection access to San Diego County's crime data has advocates worried. Border reporter Gustavo Solis has the story. In response to the Trump administration's hardline immigration policies, California passed a series of laws that protect immigrants. Those laws limit cooperation between local law enforcement and federal immigration authorities. Advocates now say that a deal between the San Diego Association of Governments and Customs and Border Protection violates the spirit of those laws. 
In June, CBP renewed a contract worth $131,000 that grants them access to the Argus criminal database. Argus contains data from every law enforcement agency in the county. It includes arrests, traffic citations, and data from license plate readers. What this access to the Argus database does do is that it means that the relationship between person having an encounter with a local police officer and that encounter then becoming uh, an immigration problem is increased. Cesar Cuauhtémoc García Hernández studies what he calls crimigration, which is how minor criminal activity can lead to serious immigration consequences. He says sharing this data with CBP puts immigrants at risk of being deported for something as minor as driving with an expired registration. To be clear, Sandak isn't breaking any laws by sharing this data. But García Hernández says local leaders need to think beyond just the letter of the law. For the perspective of elected officials, they have to think about what the message is that that sends because the artist database is not limited to severe crimes. It's not limited to one kind of crime or another. It's a, it's a, it's a real, very wide range of encounters with, the criminal, with criminal law enforcement agencies. Another concern with this arrangement is lack of oversight. Erin Surumoto Grassi is policy director with Alliance San Diego. She says CBP has proven in the past that it can't be trusted. Yeah, there's a long history of, of abuse, of impunity, um, not speaking necessarily just to databases, but in general. And so I think that's something that has to be really considered. Like, is this an agency we want to trust to have access? Surumoto Grassi referenced a 2019 incident in which CBP used data to spy on humanitarian workers helping people from the Central American migrant caravan. CBP did not respond to a request for comment. We have to have a clear understanding of what are the guardrails. Right? What are the guardrails that are preventing them from accessing data outside of what um, they're allowed to access. Dave Moss is the Director of Investigations with the Electronic Frontier Foundation. In general, what I've seen across California is that there's not a lot of quality control going on in general. He says memorandums of understanding are designed to prevent abuse, but they aren't always backed up with enforcement mechanisms. It's really an honor, honor, you know, honor system, like investigate yourself, let us know how you violated it. And so it's not a particularly robust system. Argus director Anthony Ray and Sandag chairwoman Nora Vargas declined interview requests. Records show CBP has been getting Argus data since at least 2006. Sandag did respond to questions in writing. In 2019, Sandag updated its Argus policies to reflect state laws that limit cooperation between federal and local law enforcement. This included deleting search terms like undocumented. It also now requires users to enter a valid reason for each search. And it put in a disclaimer telling users not to access non-criminal data for immigration enforcement. Still, there are general concerns about the lack of enforcement tools. Even if they've agreed to do one thing, you can't always trust them to stick to the rules. And advocates say a lack of trust between local law enforcement agencies and the community makes everyone less safe. Gustavo Solis, KPBS News. A journalist's ongoing quest to review footage captured by Chula Vista Police Department drones is headed for a hearing before a state appellate court. Investigative reporter Amitha Sharma has details. 
For years, Chula Vista's use of drones for police work has sparked controversy. In 2021, local journalist Art Castaneras asked the police department to turn over a month of its drone footage. As publisher of the Spanish-language newspaper La Prensa San Diego, he sought to verify the department's claims that they don't use drones to spy on residents, but the agency refused to give Castaneras the footage on grounds that it was investigative. Castaneras sued in 20. 2021. This spring, a San Diego Superior Court judge sided with the department. Castaneras appealed, and last week, the California 4th District Court of Appeals agreed to hear the case. Castaneras believes the appeals court took up the matter because the initial ruling was too broad. If it's upheld the way that this district judge cited, it could include not just drone video, but a lot of other video and documents that the police say are investigative. And it's never been the standard. Chula Vista City officials declined comment on the new developments in the case. Amitha Sharma, KPBS News. A North County private school just received millions of dollars that will go towards affordable housing for its teachers. Education reporter M.G. Perez explains. The Grower School in Encinitas has a capacity of just 160 students in 7th through 12th grade. 25% of them receive financial aid to pay the $28,000 annual tuition. It's a steep price in an exclusive area of North County. Many of its teachers can't afford to live in. A majority of a $4.5 million grant from the Luddy Family Foundation will be used for new teacher housing. Ryan Stevens is a first-year teacher at the Grower School. It's just that sense of stability and relief makes it a lot easier. There's a lot less stress when you're going into work or when you're trying to, you know, plan lessons. You don't have to worry about where am I going to be living. The school has already purchased a nearby acre of land that currently has a ranch house and granny flat on it. Those will be reconstructed into three housing units with room for three more by next year. M.G. Perez, KPBS News. Coming up, SDSU researchers say pieces of our car tires are a huge source of microplastic pollution. We'll have that story and more just after the break. KPBS On Demand is supported by MaraCal Design and Remodeling, helping homeowners with their home remodeling needs. From ADUs to custom kitchen remodels and room additions, MaraCal Design and Remodeling designs and builds your dream home. Learn more at trustyourhometous.com. The particles that come off your car tires are a huge source of microplastic pollution. Now researchers at SDSU have identified 60 chemical compounds in that tire waste, and some of them are toxic. SciTech reporter Thomas Fudge has more. 
Tire waste is generated constantly as tiny particles get worn off the tires where the rubber meets the road. Those particles, typically measured in microns, are swept into the watershed where they enter streams and ultimately the ocean. Maggie Stack and her fellow researchers at San Diego State found a host of chemicals in tire wear, including some they didn't expect. A number of chemicals that leached out from these tire particles have not been previously cited as being tire related. And are those chemicals dangerous? But we did find that some of the compounds that haven't been previously associated with tires may be toxic. Some types of chemicals they found, called amines, can damage the embryos of aquatic creatures. Members of the San Diego State Research Team say waste from tire wear is not regulated by the government, at least not yet. Thomas Fudge, KPBS News. More young children in the U.S. die from drowning than any other cause of death. North County reporter Alexander Wynn spoke with a swim instructor yesterday on World Drowning Prevention Day to find out what parents can do to keep children safe in the water. During the dog days of summer, there's nothing better for a kid than to splash around in the pool. But that's also where the danger lies. According to the CDC, Drowning is the leading cause of death for children under four. <laughs> Swim instructor Mara Davis says it's important to get children comfortable in the water as early as possible so they don't panic. So what's the best technique for children to prevent drowning? A floating. Definitely back floats would be the best thing because if you can do a back float, you can kind of lay there for as long as you need. Um, it takes no effort, no energy. The more exposure children have to the water, the more enjoyable their experience can be. But remember, children should not be left unattended near water. A child can drown in as little as 20 seconds. Alexander Wynn, KPPS News. That's it for the podcast today. As always, you can find more San Diego news online at kpbs.org. Join us again tomorrow for the day's top local stories. Plus, we'll transport you to a local summer camp, transforming lives through surfing. I'm Debbie Cruz. Thanks for listening and have a great Wednesday. KPBS On Demand is supported by UC San Diego, offering the online Master of Data Science program, shaping the next generation of data-driven problem solvers. Learn more about the online Master of Data Science program from UC San Diego at omds.ucsd.edu.